News Talk Tonight is on with your host, Jim Richards, on the iHeartRadio Talk Network. Not so shocking new numbers say that salaries are not keeping up with the cost of living. But what new piece of information do we have about people who are employed in those jobs where their salaries can't afford, where their salaries can't pay for their living? That in 15 minutes time on the iHeartTalk Radio Network. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome the chairman of WWE, Mr. McMahon. It's my honor to introduce you to the newest member of the WWE Hall of Fame class of 2013. You're not even going to let him come out here before you booing him? I can assure you Donald Trump knows exactly what he's getting into. So, ladies and gentlemen. All right. So, that's a little bit of Vince McMahon. Uh, We're joined right now by Mike McGuire. He's a journalist and radio personality at Vista Radio. He's also host of McGuire on Wrestling and commentator on Dungeon Wrestling. Mike, thank you very much for your time. Thank you very much for having me, Jim. It's a pleasure to be here. Oh, I hate you already with having a better radio voice than me, but let's continue. <laughs> Sorry, None- nonetheless, we will continue. What did we know about Vince McMahon and this type of stuff prior to these recent allegations? Well, you know, for legal sake, we can always say there were always rumors. There were always stories. There was always things that were bandied about behind the scenes. Uh, I have a guy named Dave Meltzer on my show every week, and he's been covering wrestling for 50 years, literally. He's he's had lunch with Vince McMahon over the years, and, and even then he said those stories were out there. So, I mean, the, the fact that he's a bit of a sleazeball was already kind of known. Yep. Um, as far as things to the degree of... If you've seen the lawsuit and, and things that we've read, I mean, this is a whole new level that even people that have known him for decades say, like, this is this sounds just like a beyond evil human. So, I mean, I, I don't even know what to describe what it is now. But beforehand, I mean, yeah, there's always scuttlebutt about uh, Vince. I, you know, I, whenever I hear somebody do an interview and they give a trigger warning or something like that, I'll go, well, that sounds like a bit much and maybe unnecessary. But with some of this stuff, if somebody's been sexually assaulted, I mean, I'm, I'm not sure that we shouldn't give some sort of a trigger warning. Yes. To the best that you can, Mike, how would you describe these recent allegations that have been made by a, a former employee who has accused him in a lawsuit of inflicting psychological torture, physical violence while making depraved sexual demands. Uh, how would you categorize the accusations made against Vince McMahon? You know, it's funny, even for our podcast that we do over at McGuire on Wrestling, I, I had to put out a statement and say, look, like there's there's so many potential victims in this that the only way you can describe it is, is vile. And and whether we know it is or isn't. And to, to do anything other, like, you know, you can have a ha-ha and, and you know, make all the jokes you want, but that that's not that's not what you can do in this case because if anything even remotely close to what was described in the lawsuit is is even close to accurate i I just can't think of another word other than vile yeah this also involves uh like vince mcmahon's right hand person is that correct and allegations that it also might uh involve a a famous wrestler 
Well, the uh, the allegations do mention someone who was a former executive vice president in charge of talent relations, actually. So this would be the guy that was in charge of the hiring and the firing, and that was a gentleman by the name of John Laurinaitis. He is named in the suit. Okay. Uh, and according to the latest release from his lawyer, uh, you know, all he's saying is that, you know, well, this is this is a well-written suit, and uh, it's it's looking like, just from a reporter's standpoint, that it looks like, if anything, he's turning on Vince now because he obviously doesn't want to be associated with this, and, and he's saying that a lot of this might be, uh, it was all Vince is doing, so... So, yeah, it's and then as far as the wrestler goes, I, I don't even want to. Okay, if you, if you read between the lines, you can name the name. But uh, I've yeah. heard people name the name, but I also don't want to name the name. But yes, yep. apparently people can figure out who that wrestler is. So, I, if people are listening right now, thinking, "Oh, this just sounds like a, a thing," like he, what he's going to go to court, or no, he could end up in jail for a long time. The federal government is now investigating these allegations. Correct. Well. This is where it gets interesting because the federal investigation actually started last year when the first time that it was first announced uh, that he was facing problems with the NDAs and possibly using company money. This is still that same investigation. What's happening now, though, is that, yes, these allegations are coming into it. We don't even know to what degree they're going to go after him criminally because right now everything is just being looked at from a civil matter because, as you mentioned before we came on, uh, the the person who is doing the suing right now is calling Vince out because he stopped payment on the original NDA. So this is still a civil money thing at this moment. But now with these allegations, yeah, there's always the potential for something criminal to come out of this. Uh, we, we have to wait and see what happens. But right now, as far as we've known, to, to this exact moment, there hasn't been anything actually criminally charged or, or uh, deemed worthy of that yet. So. And post her coming out, have there been other women coming out making similar accusations? Well, the funny thing is there were pre-her coming out accusations. Uh, Rita Chatterton was a famous situation that still just got settled over the last couple of years here. Uh, and she was a referee for the WWF before the name change back in the 80s. And she alleged some some assault by Vince. Uh, again, I don't want to go into the details for anybody listening that might be sensitive to it. But mm. if, you, if you look up the situation, I mean, she accused for years and she never backed down. She never backed down from the allegation. And... For her, it wasn't even about money either. It was about wanting to get something done about it, but they could never prove anything. So uh, there was a settlement, and there's been other accusations that apparently have had NDAs. That was brought out in the initial investigation, like I said, from a year and a half ago. And now the question is, are any of these NDAs even valid? Because if it becomes a criminal matter, it, it doesn't matter what you signed. Now we see TKO totally remove Vince McMahon uh, off the face of WWE. Does this do anything to the WWE, do you feel? I mean, it depends on how you look at it. Like, business-wise, obviously, they had to react immediately. I mean, TKO already tried to get Vince out once, and then that was before it became TKO. That was when uh, Ari Emanuel was trying to buy WWE and, and acquire it under that TKO banner. Vince voted himself back into the company, basically pressure voted himself back in. And then, <laughs> you know, he's been pushed out since. Now, as far as what this does for WWE's business moving forward, they're clearly trying to distance themselves from him. But until the the line is completely severed and Vince still owns 11% of TKO, yeah. the entity that owns WWE, that's always going to be a, a dark cloud over things, no matter what. So I guess it just depends on how badly fans want to look into that side of it. 
or do they want to just let the wrestling be the wrestling? And and I'm not sure what the right answer is even in this anymore because we've been trying to figure this out. I, I do a wrestling podcast because I like talking about wrestling, not because I like talking about criminal investigations. Yeah. The the WWE, though, does seem, and maybe I'm wrong, because who wouldn't want to try to get rock, The Rock for anything for eyeballs on TV sets? But right. uh, do you think those things are related to kind of, because I, I was searching wrestling earlier today, and I saw The Rock WWE a couple more times than the Vince McMahon story. Yeah, and the funny thing is, like, there's a, a an interesting storyline going on on TV right now, and... And fans like to live on the internet too and look up WWE and business. And and it seems like there's almost a storyline that's distracted some of the more lackadaisical fans that don't really care about the business side of things and don't care what happens in real life. And they're following that storyline now with, with Dwayne Johnson coming in. But in reality, Dwayne Johnson is now on the board of TKO. The Rock is on the board yeah. of TKO. This isn't a wrestling angle. This is a real thing. He got paid... $30 million in stock to come on. And I think a lot of this is to maybe help save face because, you know, Dwayne Johnson, not exactly, uh, you know, the, the saint in everybody's eyes either, but I mean, nowhere near anything that, uh, that Vince has been accused of. So it's a, an incredible story. And I guess it might play out for the next couple of years. Mike, thank you very much for your time. I really appreciate it. Thanks, Jim. Appreciate you. Mike uh, McGuire is a journalist and he's a radio personality at Vista Radio and host of McGuire on Wrestling and commentator on Dungeon Wrestling on this ugly Vince McMahon story. When we come back in a moment, the stats show that yes, you are not getting a raise keeping up with the cost of inflation, but what are you probably doing if that is the case? That's next on the iHeart Talk Radio Network. Thank you. 